Hi, I'm Alicia Michelle, and as a trained and certified Christian mindset coach, I've helped hundreds of Christian women discover brain science-based mindset tools to help them grow closer to God and break free from anxiety, perfectionism, people-pleasing, and feeling like they're never enough. The Christian Mindset Coach is the award-winning podcast that shows you how to use simple brain science principles and biblical truth to renew your mind for lasting confidence, joy, and peace. I'm so glad you're here. Grab a cozy spot and let's get started. Hey there. Welcome to today's episode of the Christian Mindset Coach with me, Alicia Michelle. We have been talking about dreams. I shared with you in the previous episode about some of those things that get in the way of our dreams, specifically disappointment. And disappointment is a big (laughs) dream stealer. There's just no way we can live in the same place as pursuing a dream and being disappointed at the same time. So if you did not listen to that episode, I encourage you to go back to listen to episode 227. And then in episode 228, I told you about something super exciting that's coming up in November. It's November 9th. I am hosting a goal-setting virtual retreat. So you don't have to come and be here in person with me, but you can work with me and walk through my process of setting goals. And I like to do this process because it's not just about, all right, I'm going to sit down. I'm going to write down some goals. We really stop and acknowledge God as part of the process, of course, for leadership and direction on what to do, like what's next. But we also acknowledge how he's been at work and what he's been doing. And we do that through three very distinct steps. We look back at what has happened, where we've been, the things that have happened maybe in the last six months or the year. Then we look around to see, okay, well, what's available right now? What are some of the opportunities I see him presenting? What are some of the dreams and things that are in my heart? And what could he be doing with them? And then we look forward. So from that list of the things that we see around us and the ways he may be challenging us, we say, all right, God, what are one or two things that I can do to move forward and find progress and grow for you, making a a kingdom impact for you with my life in this next season? So it's very specific. It's an hour and a half long. It's not super long. And we have fun. We're going to have a great time. I've got lots of little fun things planned for it. And we are doing it in community, which I love because there's the energy of hearing other people and them setting their goals and them talking about what they see God doing in their lives next. So it's not just you alone by yourself working on it. You have me to help you guide through this process. There'll be a specific worksheet that we'll be working through. And you have the community of other women who are also there with you, feeling exactly what you're feeling and excited with you for what God has ahead. So if you want to join us for that, November 9th at 1 p.m. Pacific. And if you can't make it live, totally understand. We have a recording of it itself and you'll get all of the handouts that we will be using there. So you can do it on your own if you would like. But if you can join us live, would love it. You're going to sign up at vibrantchristianliving.com forward slash goal. So G-O-A-L, goal. And that is to get in on that that virtual goal planning retreat that we're doing. So join us for that. And today we're going to move into the, continue talking about this idea of goal planning and goal setting by answering the number one question that I'm asked when people talk about planning goals and goal setting. And that is, how do I know how do I know if this is from God? Like that old Whitney Houston song. How do I? Oh, that song, right? You remember that? Oh my gosh. How do we know that this is from the Lord? 
because we don't want to do anything just kind of on our own. If you've been around for a while, like I have in the Lord, so to speak, and you know, I'm really good. And I'm guessing you are as well. If you're like me, we're really good at just kind of setting plans and just setting up on our way, got our little backpack and water and we're good to go. And we're like, see you, Lord. Thanks. You know, and God is says, oh, you're so cute, but that's not really what I want from you. Right. So we have to know first, before we set out on this whole goal setting, dream, dreaming, whatever process of what's next for us, we have to know, is this even what he wants? Because if it isn't for him and it isn't by him, then it's pointless. I can't tell you how many things that I did in my early years working online with women of just like, all right, well, I'm going to do this and just pushing through and creating and doing stuff that went absolutely nowhere because it wasn't God's timing. It wasn't God's way. And it was me forcing. So before we dig into how do we know if a goal or a dream is from God, I want to answer a precursor question, which you might have in your heart, because I know that many of us have been burned, been hurt, and have been in seasons or might even be in a season where you wonder, I, I just don't even know. I, I can't even dream. I don't even know. When you say dream or have a goal, I mean, that just sounds so lofty. I, I can't imagine living beyond what I have to live in today. I am day by day survival. And I just don't see how I'm supposed to get out of this situation. So I want to first say to you that I get it. I have been in those seasons. God is with you in those seasons and that he wants to help you persevere through it, and that he has a way out, that it's not always going to be like this, okay? But there is a vision and a plan for something bigger and better, whether that's using what you're in right now or a way to just move you through it and move you forward. That could happen tomorrow. That could happen three years from now. We don't know. God only knows that situation. But I want to encourage you that if you feel like I don't even know how to dream beyond where I am right now, that it's okay. It's okay to feel like that. That is kind of like, again, a preliminary step to doing goal planning. And what you can do is sit with God and be honest with him. The God of the universe who makes plans and sets goals for us and who has these plans for our future and gives us talents and dreams, he is also the God who sits with us when we are broken and messed up or we're just in a season where we are overwhelmed and exhausted and don't know how we're going to get through it. He's the God of compassion. He's the God of love. And he cares about you right now. He cares where you're at. So I would encourage you to go before him and say, God, what is going on? What is in this season that I can learn from? What is here? How can you comfort me through this? Give me what I need to refresh my eyes to be able to see beyond this again. Give me that ability. Just, just, just give me that ability to see beyond this that I can and won't be always in this situation. So start there. If that's where you're feeling like, I don't even know how to dream, start there. Okay? So let's talk about this question. How do we know if a dream is from God, if a goal is from God? We all want to make sure we're doing God's will, right? We don't want to do things in vain. We don't want to just make up something in our head and 
there is that side of us that's like, I want to make sure this is this is what God wants for me. So there's a couple of things that I recommend. There's four different things that I consider when I am trying to discern if a dream is something that God has for me or a goal is something that I, that he wants me to do next. So first and most important is that it will not, if a dream does not line up with scripture, then it is not a God-ordained dream. Anything that God asks us to do is going to line up with what is in his word. It's going to continue to further the work of the kingdom. It's not going to work against it. So this is why, you know, God's not going to give us a dream to go out and rob 30 banks tomorrow, right? Because that's not what God has for us. That's not a good dream. He's not going to give us a dream to do something that's contrary to what he has said and clearly outlined in scripture as immoral, wrong, whatever. He's not going to do that. So check the dream first, that it is in line with the character of God and the character he wants to develop in us as believers. Secondly, if a dream is something that just won't go away, it's something to pay attention to. We have to listen to what God is saying about that. And we can have dreams from the time we're young children. And that dream may not come to fruition until much, much later. And I'm going to talk about that in a, in a little bit. But we have to pay attention. What are those things that you keep hearing and kind of just are in your mind or burdens in your heart that won't go away? If it's that kind of a thing, chances are it's something that God may be directing you to. That's another great sign. So third, it will also align with other things that you are already good at, other skills you have, other talents he's given you. It's this mix of those things where your skills and talents and experience are lining up with this calling or this direction or this next step that you're feeling. You're like, okay, I see it. I see it. Okay. And a lot of times, something else that's interesting to note is that we will notice that other people will comment on that as well. So example happened literally about an hour or so ago from when I'm recording this. I am part of a women's group at my church and I was asked to be a table leader kind of last minute because our group is growing so quickly, which is amazing. It's amazing. And I told the leader, yes, I would be happy to lead a table. That'd be amazing. But I'm going to be traveling these certain dates. And so she had just said, okay, we'll pray because I had a table full of brand new ladies to the church. We will pray that God will provide someone who can step up and be a leader in those times when you are gone traveling. And so we like, okay. And so I was gone last week and this woman who from the very first from the very first meeting, I felt like God had just kind of put a spotlight on her, like, oh, ask her. Like, she's the person who can help out. And I was like, okay, God, here we go, you know. And so I asked her and she said, yes, I would love to. But today, after the meeting, I told her again, as we were walking out together, I just said, I just want to thank you again for stepping in and for stepping in the next two weeks when I'm going to be gone. I, I really appreciate it. And I want you to know that we prayed very specifically for God to raise up someone and to show us very quickly who that could be. Literally after the first meeting, I had, you know, we had to have that decision figured out and we just believed that God would provide it. And he provided you. And it's just been such an excellent fit. You've been amazing. Like, thank you. And she looked at me and she said, Alicia, you have to understand something. I have been told for a long time that I'm really good with people. 
I have been told that I should and could do some sort of role where I am working with people, maybe a counselor or in a ministry like what we're doing here. And when you asked me to do that, it was a confirmation in my heart of what God had already been telling me through other people was something that I could do. And so when you asked me, you helped me step into that next step of this calling for my life. And I was just floored, floored, because how good is God? How good is our God that he would bring this young woman who's brand new, literally started a week before we started this group. She, he brought her to our church. He connected her at our table. He showed me this is a person who can be helpful and filling in during these times while you're gone, raised her up, gave her that confidence. And now is using this experience as confirmation of what is ahead for her and her calling. Like only God, only God could do that. So you will see those kind of situations happen. Maybe somebody just says, wow, you know, you have a really good voice. You ever thought about singing on the worship team? You know, or wow, you're really, you're really great with kids. That was great how you explained that. Have you ever thought about working in the children's ministry? Just look for those things that you see in your heart as a passion and you see God confirming over and over. And then lastly, I want to talk about this quickly just because it can be misconstrued sometimes. And that is that, and I'm putting it in parentheses, sometimes you see open doors. I'm going to go into this more in a future episode, so I don't want to dig into this too much here. But to say that when God is, is drawing us towards a dream and it's something that he wants us to do, often there will be just these unusually divine opportunities before you. I saw a few of those things happen to me in my last few weeks of my life, or it was just like, huh, wow, that is not an accident that that came. And there's been this dream in my heart percolating. So I see that. I do want to caution you. We will be talking about it again in a future episode. Yes. I do want to caution you that just because there is not an open door does not mean that God is not calling you to that dream. We have to understand when we pursue a dream that there's going to be opposition to the dream. So sometimes things are not always going to be green lights, right? That can't be the only way. And Christians, sometimes we, we have to admit, we, we get into this pattern. That can't be the only way that we discern if it's God's will or not for us to move forward, okay? Lots of different ways that we can discern God's voice in terms of closed doors, open doors, well, great book on that that I read is Mark Batterson's book. It's called Whisper. He talks about the different languages that God speaks, languages meaning the languages of the spirit that he speaks and how he confirms dreams and ideas and leadings in our hearts. So that's a great book if you want to learn more about that. We will, like again, we'll explore it a little more later, but just want to put that there that sometimes, sometimes you see open doors and sometimes you don't. So the greatest thing about goal setting and dreaming is that we only need faith, God says, that's the size of a mustard seed to move it forward. We don't have to see the full picture. We don't have to have full clarity about every part of it. We just need to have a light, tiny bit of seed that it could happen. And that's really, really important because there are three different truths that kind of go along with this idea of how can I know if it's, this dream is from God. A mindset truth that I want us to talk about because it's, it's so important that these can distract us. If we have the wrong perspective on these truths, they can distract us and, and kind of derail us from following God's dream for our lives. So the first one is that 
we might feel a dream strongly. We might see it. We might even have the vision for it. Someone might say, I can just see myself standing right there and talking in front of a crowd of people. I can see it happening. But that dream might be green on the vine. It's a not yet sort of a dream. It's a dream. It's there. It's real. But it's something that, for whatever reason, is not quite ripe and ready for us. Are you feeling exhausted and you need to rediscover hope after a tough season? I get it. And listen, I want to help you create a plan to be more energized and joyful in the coming year. Join me for my goal planning workshop. In one and a half hours, we'll not only help you make a specific plan for change, but we'll celebrate your wins and we'll help you discover a fresh vision for your life. The workshop includes a guided teaching experience with me, a retreat notebook with powerful scriptures, insightful exercises and meaningful prayers, plus other fun surprises to make the experience joyful and life-giving. I can't wait to help you find clarity, renewal, and a new passion to love God and enjoy your life. Join me now for the goal-setting workshop at vibrantchristianliving.com forward slash goal. That's vibrantchristianliving.com forward slash G-O-A-L. I'll see you there. You may be like me where you're not an excellent gardener, but you have like a little garden in your backyard. I do. I like to do it the last few years. We live in the country and I just have tried to dip my toe into the idea of gardening because I love the idea of having fresh fruit and vegetables in my house whenever I want. And so this year we mainly planted tomatoes because in the past we've had a great harvest of tomatoes. I would go out there and just pick so many every day and just so grateful for that. But this year has been so interesting. I don't know if it's not been warm enough or what, but we have a ton of tomatoes that are on the vine that are green, but they refuse to ripen. They refuse to get red. And I go, I look out my window and I'm just like, oh my goodness, like, come on, get red. And that's how we can feel about these dreams sometimes. We see them. They're these big, plump, beautiful tomatoes, like the tomatoes on my vines outside, but they're not ready yet. If I was to pick those tomatoes now, those of you in the South are like, oh, fried green tomatoes, that'd be great. No, I'm talking about the red kind, the normal, how we would normally eat a ripe tomato. If I was to pick those tomatoes, they would not be what I would expect. I would be disappointed with what happened. I would be forcing the process that God has timed for the perfect ripening of these tomatoes, which again, always is interesting to me because if you look at a plant one will ripen really fast and then one takes a really long time. I, I don't understand it. That's something God's gonna have to explain to me later in heaven. But isn't that so true, again, of our dreams? When I came out of college, I, just to back up, I went to school for journalism. I went to the Missouri School of Journalism. I graduated and I remember feeling really disappointed by my options because I, in my heart, wanted to do something with women, but I had no idea what that was. Like, how do you, what do you do with that? This was in 1997. At that time, if I wanted to write or do something with women, I mean, for me, the only thing I could see was like, okay, I like write for Cosmo. I write like beauty articles. And I had recently, two years before, become a Christian. So I was like, I don't want that for my life. Like, I just don't want that. And so the internet didn't exist in the way that it does now. In fact, it was just in its infancy. We didn't have blogs. We didn't have social media. We didn't have YouTube. We didn't have podcasting. None of this existed. And I had also originally gone to school, journalism school, for broadcasting and switched 
because I, again, only saw that opportunity to speak using broadcasting as being an anchor on a TV show, like a morning show, or being a, a field reporter. And I just thought, I, again, after having become a Christian, I was by the idea of having family and having kids, I wasn't just no longer just this career-driven woman. I was like, I don't want to be moving to get the next level in my career kind of thing. So I was like, that's not a fit either. But it was a dream. It was a dream for me back then to think about speaking in a way that would encourage people, that would be public. And, you know, I didn't want to just report the news. I wanted to share stories of encouragement. So it didn't fit in with what I saw at that moment. And who knew that 25 years later, I would be hosting my own podcast for women, talking about issues that are important to women. I would be writing books. I would be dreaming of the other big things that are ahead for me that God has planted in my heart that I just can't wait to share. Who would know that that dream that God put in my heart all those years ago, graduating from college and feeling like, this isn't really what I want, but I'm going to move forward in it. And, and I don't regret those early jobs that I had. They were great jobs. But I knew in my heart, this wasn't my ultimate goal. This wasn't what God ultimately wanted to do with me. He trained me in those places, but this wasn't what he wanted to do with me. Another truth is that we have to be willing to be refined. <laughs> have to be willing to be refined, to step into that 2.0 version of ourselves that the dream is going to require. In our Bible study that I just told you about where we're meeting at our church, in the video this week, the speaker had said that sometimes there are these things in our, in our, that God has to change in us, things he has to birth in us, right? Transform, birth in us before he can make the action come out of us, the birthing of something else and something new or a new direction, new ideas. He has to do that inner work first. We have to be willing to show up and let that work happen. We have to be receptive. We have to be willing to change. We have to be willing to sacrifice and say, God, you know, I don't even understand why it's happening. And we often don't understand how this suffering can relate to that dream. We don't have to understand. One of the things that I heard recently was this idea that we want answers for why God, why aren't you God? All of the questions that we have of understanding God's timing, God's purposes. And the way it was explained to me by the speaker was that we have these why questions. And it's kind of like when we have, if you've ever been around a four-year-old, a four-year-old will ask why questions. So, okay, so why is it, you know, the sun is bright outside. Yeah, no, the sun is bright outside. So why is the sun bright? Well, because it's a flaming ball of fire, ions. I'm not even sure. Well, why? How does that keep going? I don't know. I mean, four-year-olds ask questions after questions after questions beyond the point that we have an answer for or beyond a point that they can physically understand. Like they just don't understand. You just want to understand if I try to explain. So just believe me, right? Is what we say. Just listen to what I'm saying. Sometimes that's, friend, that is what God has to say to us is that I'm carrying you, refining you, moving you to the 2.0 version to get you to the place where I can birth this dream out of you. And I love you enough to 
make these changes and I'm loving you through the changes to get you to the other side of where you need to be. So if we want to move towards dreams, towards our best life, whatever that looks like, we have to be willing to be on the move too. Jesus was always on the move, wasn't he? Jesus was never stagnant. He was moving from town to town. He was talking to different people. He was always moving and changing. And we have to be willing to move and change too, no matter what we're doing. We have to be willing to say, yes, okay, let's go. I'm ready, God. Another truth, and this is important. Watch your mind and your mouth and how you speak about the dream. Our mindset affects how we show up to anything, how we think about it, how we speak about it. And we have to ask ourselves, is how I'm speaking about what God can do or wants to do or this dream that I feel like he's calling me to, am I speaking about it in a way that's hindering God's work in this area or am I speaking about it in a way that's helping God's work? Because it's really simple for us to look at all the obstacles, to look at all the things and to be fearful, to live in fear about, but what if this, what if that? And I'm just sure that you know, it's probably going to work out because it always works out this way for me that, you know, I, I never, it's probably not going to be the way I expect and this person's not going to come through or they said that they would show up. Like we, we talk ourselves out of it. Now we do that for a very good reason. We do that because we are afraid. We're afraid of what could be and we're thinking that we're trying to protect ourselves. So we need to be honest. Like, yeah, that's, yeah, this is a step of faith here, right? This is kind of scary. But then we can also acknowledge the truth that, okay, it, this is definitely like out of my league here, right? But I, I know that God is doing a miracle or moving me towards this other place. So I am believing that he's going to provide everything I need. He's going to comfort me through it all. He's going to help me and help me get to the other side of it. We have to watch how we speak and how we think about it, because that changes our perception of the situation. And if we have a perception that God can't show up, and we're speaking about it like that, or we're speaking against someone in a certain way, then why are we surprised when, when that just happens to be that way? Because we've put it already in our mind that it's going to be that way. So I'm not talking about name it and claim it. I hope you hear that. I'm saying we got to get out of our own way. And we need to stop telling God that something is impossible. Stop saying it is not going to happen. I was recently talking to a group of other business women who we had just listened to a presentation on something and we were talking about like, what, what do we think about it? And I said, wow, well, I think this is something that I'm going to consider and look into. And one of the women immediately said, oh, wow, well, there's just no way that I could do that because that is so expensive. And that is just, I could never afford that. Like, no, there's no way. And another friend of mine earlier that day had been talking to me about this idea. And we'd been having a conversation about the idea of money. And like, we can say, okay, at this moment, it doesn't look like I have provision. I'm not sure how God's going to provide, but if he wants to do it, he's going to have to provide it, right? Looking at it from that standpoint versus, yeah, right, well, that's never going to happen for me, you know, it, it, it shortens our ability to believe in God's power to work. We cannot expect big things from God, friend. Listen, if we do not have big expectations of our God, 
If we believe that he is only limited by what we can imagine and think, then guess what? He's only going to be able to live into what we can imagine and think. He can step outside and transform beyond our situation and our circumstance. And we can work with him in our mind by, yeah, acknowledging things were kind of like, okay, I don't know how, and I don't know what that's about. But we can also say, but I'm believing that God gave me this. And in his time and in his way, he's going to make it happen. That's a different mindset. So I want to help you begin this process of stepping into that dream or goal by making a plan, a simple plan. This does not have to be super complicated. And in fact, I want to do it with you, side by side with you live. As I shared at the top of this episode, I'm having a live goal setting virtual retreat, November 9th. It will be on Zoom. So that means you don't have to go anywhere. You don't have to show up except for on your computer. You can come in your PJs. Does not matter to me. One o'clock PM Pacific. You can turn your camera off if, that, if that's more comfortable. But it's going to be a live interaction with me and lots of other women like you and me who are saying, God, what is next? What is next for me? Take me to that next place, God. Show me what that could be. Let me live fully into this life you've given me because my time is short. Show me in light of all of my things I'm worried about, concerns I have, worries of the future. Show me, Lord. You have a plan for me. Show me what that is in a little tiny baby step next time for me to go, right? Show me what's next. That is going to be an amazing day, and I hope you can join us for it. It's about an hour and a half long. We will be walking through three specific steps in goal planning that I like to do, looking back at what God has done and how he has showed up and maybe forgiving ourselves for some things, forgiving other people, letting go, honoring God to boost our faith, right? Looking back and then looking around to see, well, where are we at right now? What's in front of us? What resources do we have? What opportunities are before us? What are challenges that are before us? And what is, what is God wanting to do in my heart? What are the, the stirrings and the voices of my heart? And then looking forward, what is next? What is he doing with all that's right in front of me? And what could he do? What is that next step? And we do things like a dream bank where we write down some wild, crazy things. And we begin to see, huh, these are things that have been in my heart for a while. Is this something that you're calling me to? And it may not be, but it might be the tiniest step to prepare you. I'll tell you something. I have this calling that I feel God is stepping me into in this next season of my ministry. And I just know kind of the general aspect God has revealed, the general aspect of what it is. I don't know the specifics, but I do feel like there are specific things that he's calling me to do that seem unrelated to anyone else, but I get why he's asking me to do these things because they're going to grow me in ways that I'm going to need to be grown for those other things that are coming. And so I am by faith, even today, taking that first step to move forward in some of these other things that will prepare me, God is telling me, for what's ahead. So it could be big things. It could be little things. But the thing is, is that we are looking forward and we are believing and trusting that as you and I continue to be on this earth and have breath, we have purpose and we're going to live in that purpose because the days are short. Okay. And even if you can't join us live, sign up and we'll send you all the handouts. We'll send you all the materials plus the recording of everything. So you'll have it all there with you. And to join us 
for this event. Again, it is vibrantchristianliving.com forward slash goal. All right. Look forward to talking to you more about dream stuff and goal planning, digging into this a little bit more in our next episode. And I'll see you back here for that. Take care, friend. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining me today for The Christian Mindset Coach. If you loved today's show, would you take two seconds and share a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts? I've got a special gift for you when you share a review, my amazing 50 I Am declarations, 50 statements and Bible verses about who you are in Christ. This is an audio meditation and a written statement that is extremely popular with my clients, and I want to give you access just for sharing your Apple Podcast review. Simply screenshot your review and send it to hello at vibrantchristianliving.com, and we'll send you the link to access the 50 I Am Declarations resource. Thanks so much for sharing your rating and review so that we can get the word out about the podcast. See you back here next week.